0: From Chop Six Alley, I'm Charmy Crone. These are our stories. So what's on your mind today, Zach?
1: Have you heard of the show American Dragon? American Dragon! Back in the early 2000s, there was a Disney Channel show called American Dragon Jake Long. Basically, it was about a young Chinese boy who was voiced by the iconic Dante Bosco, and he was the descendant of Chinese dragons. And since he was in America, he was the first American dragon. Jake Long was one of my first crushes, and I think the reason why is because There was something hip and like cool about him that I never really saw in other Asian men who were portrayed in media. When I think of Asian men in media, I think of characters like Long Duck Dong in 16 Kings. Appetizing food fitting neatly
2: into interesting uh, round pie. It's a quiche. Hmm. How do you spell? Well, you don't spell it, son. You eat it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Or Mickey Rooney in Breakfast at Tiffany's. If you don't know, Mickey Rooney plays a Japanese character in Yellowface. And it is as awful as you totally think it is. But that was two weeks ago. You cannot go on or keep ringing my bell. You disturb me. You must have a key made. In the original short story, that character wasn't even in it. So they just added him to be funny. In the show Bonanza, you have the character Hop Singh, who was a manservant. Like a very fine Chinese dish, Hong Kong Mulligan. <laughs> by you no know, have a common no more. <laughs> and even in kids' movies, like the John Huston version of the movie Annie, you have the Asp, who is an Asian service person.
0: Things are changing, no? As of recently?
1: Things are definitely changing. So like a lot of people, during the beginnings of the pandemic, I downloaded TikTok. It's another social media app that's very popular among Gen Zers, aka teenagers. And what makes it different from other social media platforms is that the algorithm is very precise. We can talk about that later because what I want to talk about is what the algorithm said I would be interested in. I saw some of the hottest Asian boys I've ever seen. they just weren't hot. They knew they were hot. They were flaunting it. Hey, yo, I'm Asian, check. I don't think I'm ready, no, not for that jelly, my honey. Like we need to. I actually talked to a couple of influencers about this.
0: Hi, my name is Cole Mycick from Los Angeles, California.
1: He is half Filipino. He has, as of this recording, maybe almost a million followers on TikTok.
0: I was on it just to have fun. Like, I mean, like everybody else was, they were watching all the funny viral videos, and I never thought I would actually be a creator on it. But the past few months and during quarantine, it was when I really started to pick it up and, and started to get going on TikTok. It's been a lot of fun.
1: And I also talked to Daniel Kim.
2: Hey, guys, uh, this is Captain Daniel Kim. I was born in New Jersey. My parents have both immigrated from South Korea, and I am a former U.S. Air Force captain. And now I work as like a freelance model um working in the entertainment industry right now and also working in the social media side.
1: He has 25,000 followers on Instagram and about 100 something followers on TikTok. They're not doing anything interesting or unique. They're just being hot on camera. In your own words, can you describe what a thirst trap is? <laughs>
0: Oh my goodness, what a thirst trap is.
1: But when I talked to them, they explained that it was incredibly deliberate.
0: Man, it's it's when you go on the app and putting something out there, you're putting kind of content out there that you think is gonna do well with the ladies or do well with, with people that are attracted to you. So thirst
2: trap is, I guess this is my own definition of it. If I ever did hash that thirst trap, probably
0: showing off my sexy side. So it would be like showing off kind of sexual side and having them be thirsty. So whether that's, a shirtless video, whether that's throwing my modeling pics out there that I'm shirtless and showing off my abs or or doing some doing a trend that that's kind of thirst trap worthy. Thirst traps are fun. I, I try to I try not to do too much because my mom does watch some of my videos. So thirst traps, they definitely they'll they'll trap you. And what is your definition of hot? The times when I had conversations with my girlfriends who are choosing to not date Asian men, they're saying things like, they don't find Asian men sexy or attractive. Who are they talking about? Have they seen sexy Asian men?
1: Maybe I should rephrase that. It's not really they're hot. It was that they were incredibly masculine. They are flaunting their athleticism, their fashion forward senses, or like how they talk to girls.
0: Hear me out, baby girl. Well, uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Wow, you are so beautiful. Oh my God. Um, Hi, I'm (laughs) Cole. It's very interesting, Zach, for you bringing up this topic. It makes all of us question our values. And is it time to start shifting how we come to these conclusions?
1: It is time for us to start shifting. What you also see with the younger generations is that this definition of sexiness is changing among them, and it's actually leading towards, like, a culture and aesthetic that is based in K-pop. This was a trend back in early 2020, late 2019. Have you heard of an e-boy? Me, me an e-boy aesthetic is really based in, like this mixture of like western ideas of androgyny and like skater boy fashion you know there's a lot of um black crew necks and then they're wearing um, chains and they have the middle part in their hair the more prominent of the e-boys were white but they were copying asian fashion play it with me now. <laughs> <I'm a> <laughs> 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 Because you have white boys wanting to be sexy and copying Asians. But what's funny is that when I talk about Cole or Daniel, they are Asian boys who are portraying sexiness because of a Western idea of it. Um, I'm gonna go to one of your posts on November twenty-seventh of last year. A kid on TikTok, he starts a new sound.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I think you know it. I'm a Filipino baby, all my lady, so I'm trying to oh, They're using sounds that like can be transferred from one video to another and you could actually like click on the sound and it'll take you to similar content oh yeah yeah <laughs> that's the first time you put, posted it and in fact it's one of the top posts in that sounds if you look it up
0: Wow that's yeah. cool I didn't know that
1: I feel like this trend could only happen during the internet age. Before the internet, media was a gatekeeper to how people were portrayed.
0: Britney had to navigate being told who she could be and what she could do. People became fascinated with her sort of unraveling.
1: Recently, there was a documentary about Britney Spears. It theorized that the paparazzi really created this image of a basket case, loose cannon. Her popularity started to spike when she started using Instagram, and she was controlling how people saw her. That's what Asian men are doing on TikTok and Instagram. Because they have full control, control over how they want to be seen, they are choosing not to be Long Duck Dong because who would want to be that? They're choosing to be themselves. What you know about rolling down in the deep When your brain goes numb, you can call that mental free. And what you have is Asian boys in urban spaces, and suburban spaces, wanting to actively fight against these ideas of a demasculine and sexually undesirable Asian man. And copying what they portrayed as masculine cultures such as hip hop culture. There is this stereotype among Gen Zers for Asian boys. It's called Kevin Wynn. This right here
2: is my sweat.
1: It's a very broad stereotype of one of those boys who are Asian who love hip hop culture and are fashion forward, but they're kind of fuck boys. Pretty boy, sway. Think about the history of how Asian men are portrayed. Do you remember how Asian men were portrayed when you were growing
2: up in media? My only portrayal of media that I followed, initially was Bruce Lee.
0: Obviously it wasn't a lot, like growing up, I didn't have too many people to look up to that kind of looked like me. So that was a little frustrating for me growing up, but obviously Jeremy Lin, I would watch his YouTube videos religiously. Jeremy Lin was definitely a role model.
2: That's the thing is like my childhood, I didn't really look at my race until I got bullied for it. Got called small dick, small eyes. So yeah, so I definitely faced the, I guess you could say the masculation of Asian men. So let's talk about
1: just the general issues with Western masculinity. You know, I use terms like sexy and hot interchangeably with masculine, which I recognize is a problem.
2: You make a really interesting observation about how uh, in the English language, uh, words of destruction are used uh, to define success, uh, particularly from the male perspective.
1: I think about this interview that Ocean, the author Ocean Vuong did with Seth Meyers, where he was talking about how in the West we use lexicon of violence to um, describe men being successful at something.
2: In this culture, we, we celebrate boys through the lexicon of violence. You're killing it. You're making a killing. Smash them. Blow them up. You went into that game guns blazing. And I think it's worth it to ask the question, what happens to our men and boys when the only way they can Valuate themselves is through the lexicon of death and destruction. And I think when they see themselves only worthwhile, when they are capable of destroying things, it's inevitable that we arrive at a masculinity that is toxic.
1: At the same time, we have to ask, why is this so empowering? When are we going to start having a broader conversation of how we can fix or rethink masculinity? So even though what's happening with Asian men on TikTok and social media in general is movement forward, we have to ask which direction forward we're going. Stay
0: We're starting to to get our notoriety, but I think we should be seeing that way more often in the media. We're starting to move in the right direction, which is really amazing, Um, but there's still so much more work to be done.
2: All I want is equal setting. I don't want to hear any more of these compliments like, oh, wow, you have a nice body for an Asian guy. You're like tall for an Asian guy, or you're good-looking for an Asian guy. Just see us as guys. Like, Why can't I just be a guy?
1: One more to kind of end the audio on a really fun note why should non-asian girls give asian guys a chance
0: because we're awesome man we're 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 handsome we're we're loyal we're genuine we're smart we're athletic we have a lot to offer
1: that's our story until next week i'm zach anderson For more content like this, visit our website at ChopsticksAlley.com. You can also check out our nonprofit website, ChopsticksAlley.org. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at ChopsticksAlley and ChopsticksAlleyArt. Have a topic you'd like for us to discuss, send us an email at ChopsticksAlley at gmail.com.